Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. What to do? Just what to do? Just what to do? If what you're feeling is really true? Is it really true? Is it really true? Just keep your ideas safe and sound. Safe and sound. Safe and sound. That's exactly how change is found. Change is found. Change is found. I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. Loves the answer. The greener grass. I'm not an addict. One day at a time, free at last. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Guys, I have a really incredible up-and-coming superstar as my guest today. But I have someone very special on the line with us who introduced me to Alyssa. And her name is Janine. And I'm going to have her tell you a little bit about herself and why she introduced me to my guests. But before I I do that, I just want to let you know a little bit of our background. I've known Janine now, gosh, it's got to be over 35 years. Um, She's like family to me. And she is also incredible. She is an author. She is an actress. She is a, a, a producer, a writer, a poet, everything. So Janine, say hello to everyone out there. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Tell them your full name. So my name is Janine Verducci. And of course, Jerry, you, you've known me all my life as Janine Carabelli. Yep. Um, that was my maiden name. And um, yes, just like you said, I've been writing, producing, and directing, and writing books and things like that, um, and acting in them. So yes. yeah, for plays. Yes, and your your first play had front and center seat, and it was incredible. And Thank your next you. play, tell them about the name of your two plays, and then... Tell them why we have Alyssa here and you introduce her properly. Sure, sure. So um, my first play was entitled uh, the, the Fine Tapestry of Motherhood. And my next play is called The Ciccolini Sisters. Um, prior to that, I wrote a few books, a couple of uh, youth Christian books, and I also wrote a poetry book. Um, so I, <laughs> this all kept me very busy. But I'm excited about this show, Jer, because um, in contrast to the play that we did last time, the last play was funny. You heard loud, you know, laughing in the audience because you were there. Yeah. Um, and you, you kind of felt the love. This one, we're taking it a step further. I guess you could say we're, we're you know, uh, picking it up a little bit. Uh, we are going to have um, an interactive show. So you won't know when you're seated in the play if someone's in the cast or crew. It's kind of really cool. It's, it's oh. interactive. Yeah, it's kind of an interactive play. So you got to stay on your toes for this one. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to do t- Tony and Tina's wedding, and I always got a kick out of the fact that uh, people could really, um, they respond well when you work interactively. And sometimes there'll be a little imp- improv stuff going on. So, um, do you want me to quickly just give you a line or two about the play? Yes, yes. All right, so the slug line of the Ciccolini sisters, they are three sisters who travel from Civita Castellana, Italy, to New York, Manhattan, to uh, find their dreams of 
singing, getting their singing careers going and becoming famous. Unfortunately, there are so many twists and turns along the way because I like to do that to yep. the audience. Uh, keep them hanging. But um, in the end, they find out that they might not have fame, but what they achieved was so much more important, and that was the love of family. So I am so excited to welcome Alyssa Gray, who is an extremely talented young lady. Um, I met her mom and dad. I worked at her high school, and I also met her lovely mom, Denise, and Billy Gray. Uh, they, they recommended that she come out for an audition. She did. Of course, everything was done online because of COVID, but she, she uh, hung in there. She did her interview. And she was phenomenal. Um, when I first heard her sing, I literally was in tears. So um, you are in, you know, you're going to have a really great guest today. And I think she's going to be dynamic in our show. Janine, I want to thank you so much for being part of this. Um, so without further ado, introduce her. No problem. So uh, you're welcome. So uh, this, or uh, Jerry's next guest is a very talented, um, special young lady. Uh, she sings, and she also acts. And I believe, but I could be wrong, this is one of her first plays, but she can tell you that uh, well. And she um, has a lead role in the Ciccolini Sisters, and we're proud to call her one of our own. Please give a warm welcome for Alyssa Gray. Woo! Yes! Can you hear me clapping? <laughs> hi, every, hi, everyone. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, first of all, again, thank you to Janine for introducing me to you. You know, No problem. I mean, I have a lot of friends that say, oh, you have to, you know, you, you know, can you give my friends an interview? Can you give this person an interview? And I never say no. I always say absolutely, you know. Then I will listen to either their music or their story. And I've never really been disappointed, but there are certain times where I'm blown away. And I'm going to tell you something, Alyssa. This was one of those times. Thank you. That means a lot. But it's the truth. And, and Janine knows me. I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it. How old are you? I'm 17. Okay. So... First of all, your voice is off the charts. I haven't seen you perform yet, and I can't wait to do, to do that. Tell everyone about your role in the play. Um, my role in the play, I play younger Giovanna. She is kind of the sassy, motherly acting one. She is very determined and always ready to sing, and she's just She's, her role is how I act in person, so it was really easy to play her. <laughs> well, you fill the chat room, girl. I just have to tell you, they're all your buddies in there. I want to give a special shout out to Stevie, who's the owner of RTR, him and Angel, and he's in there and he's listening. And Babalu, he is my not only sound check guy, he always has front row center seat. He's always the first one in there. Thank you so much, Babalu. And hello to everyone in there. Um, I typed hello. I'm just going to say a huge shout out to every one of you, especially Denise and Billy. They're your parents, right? Yeah, I, they're sitting in the kitchen right now. That's Hi, great. Parents. Hi, parents. <laughs> um, Hi. So is this your first play? Um, well, besides school plays, 
yes, this would technically be my first real play. Okay. I've been in other school productions, like, well, technically I have, because I went to Catholic school when I was younger. I went to Catholic school from pre-K to eighth grade, and then in the ninth grade, I wanted to go to Truman because their drama program was amazing, and I went into Truman not knowing barely anything, and I walked out of the audition room with the lead role in Freaky Friday as Ellie Blake. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait to see you perform on stage. I really <laughs> can't you. wait. Um, now, is this your first interview? Yes, it is. And are you nervous? A little bit. Okay. A little bit nervous. I won't lie. You don't need to be because if you can stand on stage in front of all those people, <laughs> you know, you're, you're in your home on the telephone. You don't need to be. Um, yeah. So... You know, I want to just let everybody out there know that this young lady is absolutely, without a doubt, in my opinion, a superstar in the making. I'm going to play her first song, and then she's going to tell us about this. The title of this song, Mama Who Bore Me. Here we go, guys. That's absolutely beautiful. Everybody's going crazy in the chat room. Tell us what that song means to you. Well, um, I first heard that song when I was actually watching the TV show that was written about my high school. Um, it was called Rise. I 
don't remember what channel it was on, but they did the musical Spring Awakening because Lou Volpe wanted to break out of, like, the traditional high school musicals and stuff, and he wanted to do something that would, like, push the envelope. And the girl who played the lead in the show was actually singing this song, and I heard it, and I was like, wow, I really like this song. Like, I'm not really sure what it means, but I really like this song. So, and then I found out that the lead in my one of my favorite TV shows called Glee, her name is Leah Michelle. she played the original of this, she played the original cast of, I'm not sure what her character name is, but she sang that song, and I was like, oh wow, so... <laughs> So, okay, so now I have a question for you, and this might be tough to answer, I'm not sure. Do you prefer okay. acting or singing, or they must go together for you? They must yeah. go together. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, I was hoping. No doubt in my mind, they must go together. I was hoping you were going to say that. So, all right, silly question, just because I like to be crazy sometimes. If... Okay. uh you know, The Rock approached you and said, hey, yo, you know, I want to have you in a movie, but you cannot sing, but you'll make a million dollars. What would you say? <laughs> I would say yes, but I would sing backstage during cake. Yay, I love it. And then you should like just, you know, kind of get him to let you sing a song, right? You know what I mean? You know how to do it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to. All right. Before we play your next song. I'm going to ask you to do something for me. I try to put my singers on the spot. Guys, you're going to crack up at what I'm going to tell you right now. Everyone who knows me knows the only curse word that's allowed on my show um, is ass because it means donkey. And that's the title of my book, right? Um, I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. So we're allowed to say that. She sent me a song that's incredible. But I couldn't play it. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Because it has the F word in it, but it's really awesome. And I'm just going to have her, if she can, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Could you sing a little acapella of that without that word? Yeah, I can. And tell everyone the title of it. Um, this, the title of this song is Me and Mr. Jones by Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Guys, you got to check it out, but you got to check it out by Alyssa. She's incredible. Go ahead. Do it, girl. All right. What kind of mess is this? You made me miss the slick rigging. And so I didn't love you when I did. That's all I'm doing. You know what? That's how you can tell someone is incredible when they can just spur the moment sing acapella for you. Okay, a lot of my singers, incredible legends, like are like what now what? <laughs> you did great, thank you. Thank you. The song is incredible. I cracked up listening to it. I'm like, I wish it didn't have that word in it. The song is incredible the way you sing it. <laughs> so thank you for that. Of course. We're gonna play too close, and then you'll tell us what it means to you. Here we go. Okay.
beautiful tell us about that song what it means to you so that song means to me well it does mean a lot to me because i was trying to find a karaoke version for this song everywhere oh like everywhere and my wonderful beautiful talented every positive adjective in my vocabulary my wonderful vocal teacher scotland brewer actually made the karaoke version for me and it is, and I'm just really happy that she did that for me because this means a lot to me, and I'm just, I'm just proud of myself. <laughs> You're proud of yourself? Yes. I love that. Okay, so I'm going to ask you something. Answer carefully. When you hear okay. yourself, do you think you're incredible? Um, do you want the honest truth? Yes, the honest truth. Sometimes I think I'm okay, and then other times I think I'm good, but I'm also my biggest critic. So that's a little hard to answer. Okay. But. So I'm going to say something to you because at your age, you're more than incredible. And if you could say you're proud of yourself, know this, God gave you one of the most incredible talents that you are using to bring joy to others. So if you could say someone else is an incredible singer, you need to be able to look in the mirror and say that about yourself and thank God for your talent. Okay. Got it? Just yeah. how to say that, girl. So, now, tell us about your background in music and in acting. Tell me a little bit, like, when you started, uh, how old were you, if there's anyone in your family with, with talents like this, where you got it from. Tell us. Um. Well, when I was younger, I used to always grow up watching High School Musical. And I, like, and I remember the first musical that I actually watched was Hairspray. And I watched it because Zac Efron was in it, and I had a huge crush on Zac Efron at the time. And if I don't know if anyone knows the musical Hairspray, but it's yep. about this plus-size girl who just really wants to sing, and she just wants everyone to love each other, right? And growing up plus-size, it was a little hard to fit in because a lot of people would always make fun of me for things that I necessarily couldn't control. So what I did was instead of like being upset with myself, what I would do is I would go on stage and pretend to be somebody else so I could forget about my life for a little bit. Gotcha. And that's not abnormal. That's like a normal thing most kids, young people do. 
And it's also a normal thing most adults do. And people lose themselves in music, which is a great thing. So I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, what do you prefer to do on stage when you're acting? Or, you know, what roles do you prefer? I, so, that that is a very tough question. Because all the roles that I've played have been different. Like, very different. I Like, my first lead role, I was in the sixth grade. I played Ed the Hyena in Lion King. Oh. In the seventh grade, I was one of the maids in Annie. Oh. Eighth grade, I was an ancestor in the Adams family. <gasps> Ninth grade, I was Ellie Blake. Tenth grade, my school was actually the first high school to do Kinky Boots. And I played one of the ensemble members. And then I also played one of the people... I, yeah, I would consider it like a, like a featured ensemble member. I had like my own song and stuff. But I... I don't really know what my typecast is. I feel like I can do just like a little bit of everything. That's really cool. Hairspray, huh? I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. Wow, okay. So you can do a little bit of everything. Yeah, at least I think I can, but... Okay. What do your parents think? Um, and I, I mean, all parents think their child is the best and the greatest and everything. I understand that. But do they ever give you suggestions on what they think like a great role for you would be or a great song would be? My mother always, every day, tells me a different song that I should learn and a different thing that I should do. And every single day I get a new song on my text message. Hey, listen, you should learn this. You should learn this every single day. And she always she not in a mean way, but she's always honest. If something doesn't sound too good, she'll be like, "Maybe you should try another song." And I appreciate that she tells me that because I don't want to look weird on stage or singing. So I appreciate that she'll tell me if something doesn't sound too good or if something sounds really good. And what about dad? Dad, well, my dad's a DJ, so he he just knows everything about music. He just. He, he just tells me how it is. He'll do the same. He'll be like, that sounded kind of good, or that's mm, maybe not that song. How about you do that song? But I feel like it's mostly my mom that's always like looking for new music for me to sing. That's so funny, because I would think it would be the opposite. <laughs> good job, Mom. <laughs> so what genre of music would you consider yourself singing? Before this, interview that I've recorded my songs. Like, before this, I was strictly Broadway musicals. Every single song that I would sing just walking around the house would be Broadway musicals. And I was trying to figure this out while I was recording. I'm not 100% sure what genre I am, but when I was recording, the the man who was recording my music, his name is James, he told me that I have a really good pop voice. Okay which I never considered myself to be, like, a pop singer. I'm not really a big fan of pop music. I'm more, like, an alternative kind of music person. So I'm not really sure, but... (laughs) Okay, so tell everyone out there the difference between, in your opinion, pop and alternative. Alternative music, to me, is more, like, guitars, loud music, and then pop is just kind of, like... Like, when I think of pop music, I just think of, like, Ariana Grande and just, like, the stuff that you hear on the radio. But alternative music is more or less you have to find it yourself. Like, you, like 
pop music is just kind of there when alternative music is something that you can like really listen to and relate to. Okay. So now I have a question. Um, I'm sure you've heard your parents with their music and oldies and all that. What were their favorite kinds of music and who, maybe name some musicians? My dad's favorite song that I know of is September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Okay. Um, and I think the last time I asked my mom what her favorite song was when she was a teenager, I think it was Gypsy Woman by Crystal Waters. Okay. So do you, um, do you yeah. ever listen to oldies, 50s, 60s, any of that? I listen to more 80s and 90s music than like 50s and 60s. I do know some 50s and stuff. Like I know Bobby Darin. I know Buddy Holly. I, all that, I know all that stuff. But I'm more or less like 80s, 90s. Okay. So, you know Elvis, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, so Elvis is my guy. So, okay. answer very carefully. What would you think of Elvis? I, see, I think that they, see, I don't know, actually. But I do know that my one grandmother, her name is Annette, love her dearly. Um, she was in love with Elvis. There you she go. She tell me about Elvis. <laughs> She'd always be like, yeah, I thought Elvis was so cute. Yep. And all this stuff. That's so cute. I love your grandmother. There you go. Um, so, all right. So, yes, Elliot, the king. That's right, baby. The king of rock and roll. Um, I'm going to play Fade Into You, and then we'll talk about okay. it, okay? Here we go. All right. Take a breath 
absolutely beautiful you want to tell us a little bit about what this song means to you um so this song means to me well i know that it's like a love song but i've only been in like two relationships so i don't have like much to say about the love part but i do know that my mom really likes the song and i know her one of her old friends julianne really likes the song and i believe she actually told me that she wanted me to learn this a while ago and ever since i first listened to it it's been one of my favorite songs and actually, shout out to my best friend's dad. His name is Jared. He just texted me, and he said that he loves this song, so thank you. <laughs> Do you want to give a shout out to your peeps in the chat room? Go ahead. Okay, sure. So I want to give a shout out to Emily Alfiard, Shaylin Shaw, uh, Amber Moore, Vivian Fanning, which is my best friend. Hi. My boyfriend Hunter is here. Hi, Hunter. Hi, Hunter. Um, my parents. Uh, my friend Andrew's mom. Hi, Jennifer. My friend Andrew. And then Janine is here. And, yeah. There you go. Oh, and my, and my Mimi, my Aunt Kick, and my pop-up are here as well. There so. you go. So, that's beautiful. Um, you sound like you have an incredible family and great friends and a huge support system. Yeah, I really do. I can tell. And I'm gonna I'm going to share something with you. You personally brought in more people in my chat room than anyone ever has. And I, I don't mean, I mean you personally. Like a lot of entertainers will come into my shows, but not one person brought this many. <laughs> so you do have a huge support system, and I'm so happy about that. Your family sounds wonderful. I sure knew exactly where to listen to at what time. I texted them multiple times every day this week to remember. That's that great. Today. That is so great. I want to give a shout out to Karen. She's in there, a friend of mine. Karen, we love you, girlfriend. Um, and I want to say something. We have Elliot in the chat room. And a shout uh, out. Hello, Elliot. Yep, a shout out to Elliot. And he's my new best bud. Kojak's going to be jealous. But, um... He introduced me to someone, and you're going to love this, and your your grandma, okay? This young 
ETA, Elvis tribute artist. He's only eight and a half years old, and his name is Dion, and I'm going to be interviewing him soon. Okay, eight and a half years old. <laughs> it's amazing, okay, that these young kids are, are loving Elvis and keeping him alive. Eight and a half, I mean, that's crazy. That's the youngest one I've ever interviewed. <laughs> so, also, Elliot. I want to give another shout out yes. to my mom and my pop up because I, I don't think he's in the chat, so I didn't read his name on the side, but I know my mom and pop up are listening, so shout out to them as well. That's so great. So. Having said all that, so tell me a little bit about your role in the play. Let's talk a little bit about it. So my role, her name is Giovanna. The older, I'm the younger Giovanna, but the one who plays the older Giovanna, her name is Terry. She is very sweet, very kind, very funny. Me and her have very similar humor, which I find hilarious. And even when my dad first met Terry, they even said that she is me but a couple years older. Um, my role, as I said, her name is Giovanna. She is the older sister. She's kind of motherly. She's really funny, really sassy, always wants to be the center of attention. She is kind of like me. <laughs> I won't lie. She's kind of like me. Okay. But, and she loves to sing. She's, there's, a, there's one part in the show where she's even trying to get in the front of a wedding photo of her sister. <laughs> but... So, um, tell everyone the name of the, the play again. The name of the play is called the Ciccolini Sisters. We're going to be playing August 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Central Valley Theater in New Jersey. I don't remember what area, but okay. I don't remember it. Okay. Later, so. And, um, again, Janine Verducci, she wrote the play, she's producing the play, and, and she's the one who introduced me to Alyssa. So, Karen... You weren't in in the very beginning. I had Janine introduce Alyssa. Janine's a friend of mine for over 35 years. She's a writer, a poet, an actress, a producer. She's incredible. And um, she's in the chat room as well. And the best part about this is the first play. I mean, that was awesome as well. And, you know, watching my local friends do such great things brings my heart like it just opens my heart up and I'm just like this is incredible you know what I mean um it's one thing seeing big screen strangers thinking they're incredible but when your personal friends do these great things it's just so heartwarming and I love it so yeah. you know so let me ask you what was feedback from your teachers from your when you were in school when you were doing acting in school and singing what was feedback um, I know that one of my biggest fans was actually my choir teacher. His name is Mr. Vite. I sent him the link to come listen, but I'm not sure if he's actually here or not because I know he's a very busy man. But he was probably my number one fan <laughs> in school. He would always he'd always be like, "You can do better than that. I know you can." And then I would sing it, and then he'd always be like, "Yeah, that's good." And <laughs> we, every single Friday, we had this thing called Vite Voice, where you can pick a song and sing it for the class. And every single week. I would do it, and then I remember one week I didn't do it, and he was like, "Why are you not singing? Come on, everyone wants you to hear. Everyone wants to hear you sing." And I was like, "Okay, fine." So in like under three minutes, I picked a random song, and the random song is actually the song that's going to play next. But I sang that song, and everyone liked it. So. <laughs> okay, so now 
I want to share something with you. Did any ever give you doubt? I don't believe so, actually. I've only had positive from, like, my teachers and stuff. Okay, so that's good. Because did you ever think about going on The Voice or AGT or any of that? I have, but I've heard a lot of stories from, like, people that were on The Voice and all that stuff. And they were like, I really wish that I just stuck to singing by myself because I heard that those shows are kind of like, they do things to make you sound bad. And I I don't know. I'm not really into those kind of shows, but I have thought about it. But Okay, so then I want to say something to you. I would do it. Don't listen to what other people say when anything is negative. There's always reasons why. Carter Rubin, he was the winner of The Voice this past year. The youngest one to ever win, the youngest male, 16 years old. When he went in, he was 15. Okay? Um, I would never, ever tell anyone anything negative about doing something that incredible, whether you win or lose, because the experience alone is incredible. I've interviewed this young man twice. I'm going to be interviewing him again. His grandfather's Rick Mango, one of the originals from Jay and the American. And he's the one who got me the interview. Um, Oh, okay. Yes. I reached out to him. I said, you know what? I have nothing to lose. And Rick was like, Jer, I'm going to get, get my daughter to get clearance. And they did. And if you talk to him, his experiences were nothing but incredible. So... I, I want to share something silly with you just so you really understand this. So, okay. um, July, I will be celebrating 30 years of a changed life. God saved my life 30 years ago. And I've always mm-hmm. brought it forward and, and tried to help others. Um, so I posted something recently, and this is one of my favorite things. There's twin boys. One is an alcoholic and one is not. And they asked the one who's an alcoholic, why are you an alcoholic? And he says, because my dad was, and I watched him. And they asked his brother, his twin brother, why are you not an alcoholic? He said, because my dad was, and I watched him. So my point in telling you that is this. You can hear feedback, both negative and positive, from so many different people, but that's their perspective, and you don't really know all the facts behind it. To me, there's nothing negative about you ever doing any of those things. Okay? Get your name out there. I would do it. Your voice is off the charts. And if you you ever want to talk to Carter, I'll even let you know when the show is. I'm sure he will give, he'd love to talk to you and give you some incredible feedback. And he's only 16. And when he went in, he was 15. And he didn't let anything hold him back. Awesome. Just letting you know that because I, I think you should. So having okay. said that, we're going to play your final song. And then we're going to talk more about this one. You talked a little bit about it, but we're going to talk more about it, okay? Okay. My future. Here we go. I can't seem to focus and you don't seem to notice I'm not here I'm just a mirror 
That song is absolutely beautiful, and you definitely need to make a CD. Um, tell yeah, us what this song means to you. So this song is technically about yourself trying to find optimism, because I believe that Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish wrote this song, especially her song. Um, it was about finding optimism in dark times, and like I said earlier, she like throughout my whole life, you know. It's been a little hard, I guess, but I'm excited for my future. I'm very optimistic. Like I can't wait to meet my future. Very excited for what the future holds for me. That could be a song. You have to write that song. I can't wait to meet my future. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. I have to write a poem. Can't wait to meet my future. 
Okay. okay. Before I say my thank yous and have you say your last words, I'm going to read a poem out of my book called Healthy Outlook. I think it's appropriate. Here we go, guys. A healthy outlook begins with you. A life fulfilled is up to you, too. A healthy diet is where you start, but a healthy mind is the major part. Your thoughts are wired to make you think, but what you do can make you sink. So keep all your thoughts uplifting and real. Feeding your mind crap destroys how you feel. Music is said to define who you are. The kind you are listening to really matters by far. Upbeat and positive are the notes you should hear. Nothing with violence or your living fear. Music is a must for you to keep your joy, especially if it's Elvis, baby, because Elvis is my boy. And now Alyssa is my girl. There you go, guys. So Alyssa, I want to thank you for honoring me with this incredible interview. And what you do is awesome. And your mom and dad are in there saying that they tell you, well, I'm assuming it's your mom. She tells you uh, to take the time and try to write. She is right. I would love it if you could write a song and title it that because we'll do another interview for you. And I'm going to write a poem. Can't wait to meet my future. And I want to thank you for letting me on your show. Oh, my goodness. And Janine, we thank her for this intro. You're yes, amazing. Thank you, Janine. Thank what, you. What would you like to say as your final words to your fans? Because you have tons of them, girlfriend. You filled my chat room. I just want to say, no matter what crazy song I sang over the years, I'm glad that you guys are here listening to me. And that's all I really have to say. I'm just really happy that... I didn't think I had this much support, but geez, I really did fill up your chat room, didn't I? <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> so everybody, I want to give a shout out to all of you out there. I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening. I want to say thank you to everyone who joined the chat. Um, on Alyssa's behalf, this is awesome. I want to say thank you to Alyssa's parents, okay, because I spoke to them and they're beautiful people. And of course, to Janine for this incredible intro. This isn't over, girlfriend. We're going to have another interview. Um, What you're doing is magnificent. You are a superstar in the making. And really, please think about going on AGT or The Voice. Do something, please. You are amazing. So having said that, I want to thank Steve and Angel again for this incredible platform, RTR. And with that, you know, um, I want to just say one more thing to everyone out there. You know, life is short, right? So do whatever you want to do, regardless of what anyone says, any negative feedback, because tomorrow isn't promised. And this year has been the toughest year for everyone in the world. Okay. But music kept everyone together. And I want to thank again, RTR for this platform because of what it did for everyone who was homebound this year. So with that, Here we go, guys. I'm closing out with my theme song. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free at last. When you don't know just what to do. Just what to do. Just what to do. If what you're feeling is really true. It's really true. Is it true? 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 Is it true?
One day at a time, free at last. 